All right, welcome. This is episode two of Lost Arguments. Today is Monday, April 4th, 2022. My name is Cyrus, and I'm joined again by my co-host, Kiyoma. And uh, today is kind of a big day, big news. This is uh, this is kind of our first big roadmap that we've gotten for Lost Ark. People have been um, clamoring for a roadmap of some sort for this month and for next month, and it came pretty late. It's already April, <laughs> so they really kind of just like barely got it out in time. But a lot of interesting stuff on there. And uh, what were your first thoughts, Kiyoma, when you saw this roadmap? I was thinking they released the roadmap of April in the middle, like it's already April's already passed. So I mean, right. it's kind of late, and there's not really much going on until May, if I read it right. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there should be a new class in April, so that'll be big. Yeah, and, and then, then the, just the new one, the one new event, which is the Guardian raid, which is great. I, I more events is fun. Oh well, yeah, it looks. I thought there were gonna be more. Apparently, I read yeah. it all. It wasn't that much, but you know. So I had kind of a similar feeling. Um, I was kind of going in with low expectations for this thing. Um, and they were met exactly as kind of what I was expecting. <laughs> they're, they're not a whole lot coming in April. I mean, we get the new class, Glavier, which is awesome. It's a good thing that they didn't go with Destroyer, I think, um, or even go with Summoner because those oh, classes aren't I, super hyped, I feel like. And so they were like, okay, we're going to deliver the goods on the first new class. It's the one a ton of people want. Um, Lance Master slash Glavier. I mean, that's the, the the Western name, I guess, for it, which I think is way better, by the way. Um, I guess I'm in the minority of that, but I think Lance Master is kind of a dumb name, just like I think Swordmaster would be kind of a dumb name. Like, it's cool that they did, like, Deathblade in, instead of it and stuff like that, but, I mean, that's okay. just kind of a translation thing, right? But So yeah. Glavier is going to come this month along with the continent of South Vern, but interestingly, yeah, South Vern is showing up with no Vaulton Raid. Um, I think this is a first for Lost Ark. Um, I've heard other streamers and other content creators say that with South Vern, we're supposed to get the uh, South Vern Chaos Dailies. We're supposed to get the, oh, I can never remember the name of him. I, Descaluda, the oh. new guardian that's that's coming with Vaulton in maybe May, um, and Vaulton. And so some things missing here, uh, some reaction to the community being uh, being pretty torn on on whaling and it being pay to win and getting to content later than other folks and stuff like that. So I think that's, that's the reaction to that is that April is going to be a little, a little thinner than, uh, than I don't know. Some of us have been expecting it to be. Yeah. Um, honestly, I thought South Vern was going to release the Vade raid, but I think because of the pushback of Argos, they're pushing it yeah. back. I yeah. I think that was, that's, pretty much the only reason it's not coming out at the same time yeah i think that's probably true um i think also because you need to be item level 14 15 to get into vaulton which is dude that is a that's a crazy gear score to get to and i don't think people i mean a lot of people realize that it's that it's crazy to get to because 1370 was so crazy to get to before all the events and stuff but uh, 14 15 is like not even a little bit crazier it's like a yeah. lot crazier like because the, the material once you get past 13 the, the upgrade chance goes back to like 10 percent or something exactly it's... and the greater honor leapstone requirement is totally crazy because the uh the greater honor leapstones don't scale like they do like the um leapstone scale with all of the the dailies and luna tasks in the uh, in the previous tiers tier one tier two and the first half of tier three you know the higher gear score you get the more leapstones you get from those yep. dailies but the greater on leapstones don't scale so you're getting to a point where on the weapons that it's like 18 20 22 something in that range greater on leapstones per pull on a weapon and it's like dude it's gonna take you 20 taps to get from 1400 to 1415 like that's that's wild man that's gonna in some sense it's maybe it's good that it, that they push this thing back because exactly. it's gonna take people a long time to get to 1415 even with generous events exactly exactly and this apparently this new guard weekly raid i don't know how much it gives it, it better be a lot or people will not be happy so i've heard this one does give quite one a bit it's one one per roster per week right so and the rewards you can use you can use on e any of the tiers so you can you, you like get a currency and then you can spend that currency it's kind of similar to the events mm. where you get the currency and you can buy whichever mats you need and everybody's can use it on tier three because you'd be be kind of silly not to 
<laughs> but um, yeah, okay. So for April, we get, we're getting Glavier, we're getting the Southfern Continent, and then a bunch of quality of life upgrades, which I think is great. And these are things that that the Korean client um, hadn't gotten for like a long time. Like these are fairly new quality of life adjustments, is my understanding. Um, and so there's read, even yeah, go ahead. I I read it. I don't really understand the quality of life. I mean, besides the one thing with the map, what else is there? Oh, I don't have the the April ones right in front of me, but there's more quality of life upgrades coming in May as well. Um, and I can't remember which which ones are which, but I do know that in that list, they're talking about there's going to be new skins. Thank goodness. There's going to be new hairstyles. Um, there's going to be auction house adjustments for some of the uh, the searching, some of the... Um, Thank God. So, yeah, some of the things in, in the auction house will be improved that are much needed. People are really hoping, myself included, that they give the forward and back indicators on bosses, um, oh. <laughs> which would be yeah. another huge thing. We're also getting the the, uh, the the daily map. So like when you log into a character, you can see um, which uh, chaos dungeons, guardian raids, and Una's tasks you have available for that character and how much rest you have for each character. So it's like this this really cool like menu that like it sounds like a small thing but it's actually really cool i've seen it in the other versions people are also wondering if we're going to get the unlocked um health bars uh health meters on the ui so you can move the 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 bars around people are thinking that that might be part of it as well um because like i said it seems like we're getting even some of the most recent quality of life changes in korea um and if we get like a late build like a, a recent build it might have all that stuff included in it and I think it's important enough that they should have put that in the roadmap. If those things are coming, they should have put them in there because people are like really excited about some of those things and really looking forward to some of those things. Yeah, I because I, I, I don't really know much about the Korean client. I don't do that much research, but it, it sounds good. Everything you're saying sounds good. Yeah, I watch like I watch a whole bunch of content creators that are still that are playing the the Korean client too because I want to see what's coming, man. Like I want to know what I'm getting myself into. I want to know what's coming down the line. So. Um, okay, and then we get to May, and May's updates include the Destroyer class, which was originally going to be the first class they released. Uh, so they pushed that back a month, um, and then we're getting, like you had mentioned, the uh, the, the weekly Guardian Trial Raid, um, which sounds that's good because that's more mats. Oh, and then, yeah, and then there's the maybe in May stuff, which is the new uh guardian in south Vern, descaluda and apparently he is like the mr loot pinata compared to uh the last the last few guardians that we've had like velganos i don't i don't know if you've had the opportunity to try him yet i was able to uh i was able to solo velganos i was really really proud of that um because doing it in a uh in a in a party in a, in a like a pickup group is like an absolute nightmare so i was able to solo that but i mean it takes it's like a lot of effort to solo that thing and Apparently, Descaluda in comparison is just like basically falls over and gives everybody loot. So I was like, okay, that that'll be like a decent change. And then uh, and then Vaulton, and that's that's the thing that's um that's the thing that everybody's been hearing about since before Lost Ark released. It was this game gets so 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 fun once you reach the Legion General raids and Gold River. The director himself has said like we want to get the global version players to the legion raids because that's what everybody loves and all the numbers apparently show that player retention levels went like through the roof once they released these raids and it's like what everybody loves um because the the old end game content for lost ark was like chaos dungeons and guardian raids and then once they basically released raids they're like this is how we are going to handle pve raiding content um and apparently it just totally delivers so i'm super excited about that i'm glad we finally have a timeline for it we can start preparing for it which is good Plus a couple classes you, coming. I, I I think the roadmap is is good. It's not everything that I wanted, but overall, I think it's I think it's pretty good. For the Vaulton raids, just a quick question: Do you know if it's gated for our level by like like Argos, like Phase One, Phase Two, Phase Three? Um, I I don't think so. I think there's there's fourteen fifteen gets you into all of Vaulton, and then um Vaulton hard mode. Um, which apparently the hard modes of these raids are like significantly harder. 
Um, it's not it's not like hell mode status. Hell mode is basically like ultimates from Final Fantasy fourteen and like mythic rating from WoW. Apparently, it's like absolutely brutal. It's you know like days and days and weeks of pulls to to, to clear that content. But um, so normal mode is fourteen fifteen for Vaulton. Hard mode is fourteen forty five. And then there's another Legion raid. I think it's Beakus. Um, I can't remember what her um her north american name is but that's the that's what they call her in korea but beacus is 1430 and then her hard mode is 1475 so basically um every 15 item level there's a new either legion raid or hard mode raid so it's going to be interesting actually Uh, i was listening to stoops and and saint and zeal they had like a podcast together they were kind of talking about it a little bit too um it's it's interesting if they're going to release vaulton and then have it be 1415 and then the next raid is 1445 there's going to be a little bit of a dead zone there at 1430 oh, where man. the Beacus raid would normally be. But if we don't have it yet, or will they change Vaulton's hard mode to be down to 1430 and then have Beacus be 1445 and 1460? It, we don't know yet. Like we'll, we'll have to see what happens. But they have changed item level requirements for entry before on a couple small things and maybe not even small things. Areha, Areha hard mode was, was yeah, originally a, not 1370. They went the opposite route. Yeah, exactly. So maybe maybe they're not afraid to change things to make it have a make a little more sense in our version, which, you know, who knows, we'll see. Yeah, all I can do is just to speculate. Uh just fourteen fifteen, like fourteen forty five sounds so daunting. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Well it's not quite as daunting as it sounds after fourteen fifteen, because you get fifteen instead of five per upgrade. So but the chances are like five percent. The chances are terrible, but again, it's like you need one upgrade for each piece to go from fourteen fifteen to fourteen thirty. So if that winds up being the progression, that's really not the end of the world. I mean, it might take a while, but I mean, we're still talking like what a week or two. Like you'll eventually pity these things if you need to. You'll get an upgrade or two or three, and then you're halfway done already. I mean, it. I don't think it's going to be as bad as doing something like fourteen hundred to fourteen fifteen. It's just going to be. Oh man, that's going to be just yep. absolutely brutal. I'm not even fourteen hundred yet, or thirteen hundred, or fourteen. Fourteen hundred. Yeah. What do you? Are you like you're one upgrade away, right? I am one upgrade away, and I'm five rolls into it. Yeah, I actually uh, I wound up going all the way to one hundred percent artisan energy on my last upgrade to fourteen hundred, and it's funny. I I got the I got it on the upgrade going to 100%. So the next one would have been guaranteed, which like that's like it like feels worse even somehow yes, like yes. <laughs> it's just it's like this is so dumb but but uh yeah, I got that kind of at the the weekly turnover where you can just like buy all the stuff with pirate coins and cash out all the event shop stuff and I was able to like put everything together from all of that and all of my alts and like pile all my mats together and uh, I was messaging you man that last upgrade was just killing me as I was going through it, but I was finally able to get it and then, um, and then do, do Argos phase three, but, um, I'm sure you'll get there here before the reset. I mean, you're just so close. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right. So another thing is kind of in regards to that roadmap and, and almost like a bigger topic uh, that we can kind of get into is there was a blog post on uh, last Thursday or last Friday where they basically said, Hey, the roadmap is coming. Um, but it's not here yet. Um, and that's all they said. I mean, it, it, I, I was I was shocked. I was reading this thing and I was like, wow, they said a whole lot of absolutely nothing. And that kind of spurred uh, kind of something that I wanted to talk to you about. And that is overall, I personally feel like the communication has been incredibly lacking coming from uh, Smilegate slash Lost Ark with just regards to the game as a whole. Now, the reason I bring that up is this game has an, a glowing reputation in Korea for um, the developer is absolutely loved. The developer is just people like give gifts to the developers and stuff like it's crazy. Like they praise Gold River, the director, um, as if he's comparable to Yoshi P over on Final Fantasy 14. But there's one large distinction between these two things, and that is Yoshi P is the director for Final Fantasy XIV, but Square Enix develops and publishes the game in Japan and in North America. The big difference here is 
Smilegate develops and publishes the game in Korea, but they develop and Amazon publishes the game here. And 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 it's led to an interesting situation where I feel like the reputation has to be earned. It can't be assumed. Like we yeah. can't just yeah. hear there's a great reputation and go, oh, that means there's a great reputation. It's like, no, you have to prove it to us that, that we are going to get, you know, the, the same sort of a treatment on the West for us to... To, to really trust you and to feel like the communication's good. And I haven't heard anything from gold river. I, I'm, I'm reading yeah. Amazon blog posts that are talking about it's stuff is coming. It's coming. We're promising these things, but like, I, I feel like I need to be hearing more. I, I need to be hearing more regular communication out of Smilegate slash lost R or slash Amazon. And does Amazon have somebody that's going to be talking to the community if Gold River isn't going to be talking to the community? I mean, what what do you think? You're you're a FF14 guy. You know how beloved Yoshi P is. Not only did not not only do we love him, he he's pretty much pretty much first of all he saved the game. So I think yeah. Square gives him a lot more leeway. Like that's fair. He's on the board of directors, right? Yeah. Because because just because of Final Fantasy 14, mm-hmm. and it's because of how often he speaks to us as a community. All the live letters, all the fan fests, all the streams that we do, and we know he's a player too, right? Because so we all love him for that, and it's just because even if he just streams in Japanese, he has all the English all the slides, slides are in English, right? So it just applies to both the communities or all for pretty much everyone. So and how often he does that is just a big plus. As where Spalgate, not until recently when when they got a lot of pushback for being super super silent. The first release of the game in the first month, maybe. Yeah. And people have just been turned off by that because they had, like, where, 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 where are they saying? What's the roadmap? What's going on? And it just took too long for it to come out. So that's why players are, aren't happy with it. Yeah, I think it's warranted. I, I do, especially because we've been, we've been told for so long that the communication was going to be good. And Amazon even says, like, in their, in their, roadmap letter like we're going to be brutally honest even when we don't want to be and i'm like okay but i I haven't gotten that like you can't not say anything and you can't say that you're going to be brutally honest yeah and then (laughs) not saying anything is in my opinion a contradiction you can't just say like well when we say things will be brutally honest like no brutally honest means that you need to communicate and then also communicate the negative things you can't just hold back and never say anything and then, oh, we'll be brutally honest a couple times when, when we feel like people need to hear it. It's like you, we need more communication here. We need, I mean, Amazon's the publisher. They should be, I don't know any of these people at, at Amazon. Like I haven't seen a single face I, at Amazon. It's like, where are, where is the publisher? They're like this invisible hand. I wonder if it's, if it's like Lost, or not Lost Ark. Uh, what's, what's the other game? New World, because that's published and developed by them, right? And I know they—they not until recently has the New World reputation been better than mediocre. I don't know a whole lot of of that game, but don't they have like roundtables and streams and stuff where they get in front of the camera and they address the community? That was—I think that's more recent. After the game kind of died. Oh, okay. Sorry, died, but it, it. kind of dead. it's dying um, <laughs> dying but yeah not it was not so recently so they're, they're trying to get the, the trust back of the players and everything yeah i don't know if it's too late i don't want the same thing happen to, to lost ark yeah I, I know a lot of people this the, the numbers on this game is dropped so tremendously yeah but i mean so i've seen some of those charts too but like you have to expect that the game is not going to maintain 1.3 million players after the first month or two i mean it's inevitable that there's going to be a big drop i think the big question is how many of those concurrent players are actually bots versus real players because yeah they've cleaned up a lot of the botting as we've seen because the economy oh, has I, absolutely I, deflated and fallen last apart night, i saw like 12 bots standing on top of you but i was gonna say man i've been doing some <laughs> of my adventure tome stuff and if you go back into those old starter zones there are bots running everywhere so they have not fixed the bot problem completely there's definitely a lot of bots i saw bots just flying across an uh unup- what's it called just Breaking the map, they're just flying across yeah. the walls. I was I was riding on a mount, and this and this uh, berserker was running alongside my mount. 
So like his movement speed was as fast as my mounted movement speed. I was like, what is happening here? Like, this is so obviously like a botted cheating sort of account. Like it, it's ridiculous. They, they, they need to clean it up. I think they should add, by the way, I think they should add two factor authentication for logging in. So you should have to have like an authenticator on your phone. Um, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of like businesses do this. Um, My company does it. I know a lot of companies do it. Um, I think Blizzard has like the Blizzard um, authenticator. Yeah. Like they've had that it's forever. Final Fantasy's got like an app. Dungeon Fighter Online has an app. I mean, like everybody's doing two-factor authentication. Like I, I feel like that's an easy win and it's an easy way to get rid of a lot of bots. Uh, Final Fantasy does have it, but it's not required. See, they just need to make it required because the game is free to play. That's my feeling. Like Final Fantasy, yeah. I mean, if you're charging so. for it, there's not going to be anybody any bots when it costs you know x amount of dollars a month to play it. But if it's free to play, there, I feel like you just, just have to mandate it. Just to throw that out there, there are bots in Final Fantasy 14. They're not just not as prevalent as other games. Yeah, but yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Case, I mean, even like FF11 had like phishing bots and stuff like way back <laughs> yeah. in the day. So yeah, that that is a thing. Um, I did want to say though, like uh, I think we mentioned it uh, last episode, but I did want to kind of bring it up again, especially when the roadmap discussion started happening, because um, I was thinking a lot about like the roadmap. What would have been the perfect roadmap for me? And so I was thinking about that a lot. And I was, the more I thought about it, the more I I really came back to the thought of, I think for there to be long-term success for this game. And and when I say long-term, I mean like three to five to seven to 10 years, like pushing it out that far. I think the only way that this game keeps more than just a niche audience is we have to get caught up to Korea at some point. We said that last pocket. Yeah. It's, it's the only way this works because here's what happens our client is behind however far it's behind Korea, right? And so let's say that it's 10 months. Well, that means over the next, let's say, 14 months, we have a a fast release cycle of content, right? Because we're, we're sort of doing it like a catching up phase where we're getting things way faster than Korea released them. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But at what point does that slow down to where are we always going to be six months behind? And... I don't think that the game really makes it if that is the the, the game plan long term because people get I mean you already see it. This is why the roadmap was so hyped. It's because people know what's coming. Like yeah. the, it's it's a solved game. Like there's you can go online and find guides to every single thing in the game and things that haven't even been released yet. And it's like it's fun still, but so much of the fun is going into the raids and not knowing what's coming on day one. And I really think if you want to, I mean, there will always be the niche players and the fanboys, the niche players, the, the fanboys who are just like lost arcs, the greatest game ever. And we could be four to six months behind and I don't even care. It's the greatest game ever. And it, it we don't, it's solved, but who cares? But I still love it. I mean, there will always be that, but I think for it to really have the mass success, like a World of Warcraft or a Final Fantasy XIV level of success, the only way we get there with this game is to have not not necessarily a global version like those other two games do, but the content does need to be timed to be released for all of those regions because we got to have we have to be a part of the races the raiding yeah. races. We we have to be hyped up for the classes that are, are getting announced. Like we should be excited about them too. Not, Oh wow. That's a really cool class. Uh, I guess in eight months when we get it, it'll be really exciting then. And then eight months come by and the players who've already played it are like, ah, it's not even a good class. Don't bother. It's like, Oh, okay. Well then it's, then it's just like, it's dead on arrival. Even it's like, we can't yeah. have that long term. What, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I completely agree. Uh, the fact that I know Glavier's not top tier, like as the other classes in Korea, it just maybe like okay, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna play it or not. Um, so that's just one of the things. Um, I think they need to release like an actual like maybe a couple of months instead of just two months, maybe like five months, so people know how fast things are coming, so they are more excited to keep playing. That's how so I feel like the roadmap is too short. I completely agree. That, that was my biggest complaint. And I was like, this is good, but I, I need you to push it further out. Right? Because, I mean, yeah, it's two, five, two, maybe two or three new things, and then that's it. Yeah. And that's pretty much all they did. Um, as for the 
get caught up in Korea stuff. Yeah, I agree. I would love to be surprised day one, progging day one instead of just looking at a guide. Because there's videos for everything. Yeah. If so, so I, I was even I was even thinking about. Yeah, I was even thinking about how you could start doing this too. And the way to go about doing it is you start with all of the horizontal content. So in other what words, they if they, they were to release a new class, if they were to release a new class in Korea release it and on the same day release it in the global client that's the way to go about doing it anything that's horizontal you just release at the same time in both locations because all you're doing is just a little bit of extra translation but it's it's not actually that crazy i mean you get whatever get a voice actor for that character translate that character's specific things but you're not translating entire build or entire version you're translating a piece of it release the horizontal content on both platforms and then we just have that faster release date until we get caught up all the way to the korean client i mean it would take some work no doubt but it's totally doable that's the thing it's totally doable and the other complaint that or the other thing that i've heard on why it can't happen is well you know once it gets released in korea there's like extra work to do it's like no 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 it doesn't get released in korea until it's done for everybody that has to be the mandate from the developer if smilegate is developing because they've made a deal with amazon who's the publisher amazon should stand their ground and it's benefits smilegate too if they have let's say an april 1st release date for content hey man if you have to get it extra translated and things that means your build needs to be out you know march 15th you need to give the Amazon guys two to three weeks to, to, to translate it so that everybody gets a global release date for that new content on the same day. That That's the price you pay for not having a, a, a universal client in all regions, in my mind. Yeah, yeah. it's not like the classes are character story-based, right? I don't even know anything about right. the backstory of any of these classes. Yes. So it's not related to what it areas are released, et cetera, et cetera. I know we both play War of the Visions, and you know what some of the best, most hype things for that game is? When global originals come out, that's exactly or when, right. Or when both units come out at the same time, that's exactly right. Up. That's exactly right. I played a um, I played a mobile game called uh, King of Fighters All Star. <laughs> Shout out to, to KOFAS. Yeah. Um, and it's it is a fun game. I, I quit for a long time ago for other reasons, but they did what people thought was impossible. There was the Korean version, and then there was like a Japanese version and and a, a global version, and they were way behind. And they made a decision to catch everybody up. And everyone was like, it's impossible. You can't do it. Dude, they delivered. I mean, they really did a great job of speeding up releases and of timing releases to where everything now releases um, at the same time for all regions. And the game, it's so much better for it. So it's like, I know it's possible. I know it. I, I know it's possible. There will be some pains getting there for sure. But I, I I still think it's the only way going forward that there's success long term. We can't always be behind forever. What do you think about global lost for lost art global original events like the global original raids, global original guardian raids, stuff like that? You think that should happen or just try to get catch up to Korea? I think you try to get caught up to Korea. I mean, we already have a few things, right? And actually, they can use those events to help get us caught up. Like that's the tool that you use to get us caught up. Hey, there's this new global, I mean, it could literally be anything. First person shooter event, uh, Mario Kart event, you know, like Super Mario Brothers. Like it could be any genre, any style of event, any new thing. And that would be great, but they should use that as a tool to get us caught up. Feed us more mats, feed us power passes, feed us honing anything in order to get us closer to the Korean version so that content can start to be released on both clients at the same time. Yeah, I'm just reading the red, the subreddit for Lost Ark and see what the reactions to the roadmap are. Yeah, I haven't really seen any reactions aside from uh, Stoops because I was watching Stoops' stream today when it got released and I was like, oh my God, what perfect timing we're doing the podcast tonight. Um, and I think he was really positive on it. And I think for, for good reason because I think there's a lot of really good stuff in there. My personal opinion, and I think he actually echoed it, is it's good, but it could be better. And I'm maybe a little more um, 
I'm coming down maybe a little more harshly than he did. And that's because um, I just don't have faith that there is a long-term roadmap yet. And that's the most important thing to me. The the short-term roadmap is good. And I like that there is a short-term roadmap. But in my opinion, the more important roadmap is, hey, we plan to have you guys caught up to the Korean clients so that there are simultaneous releases by summer of next year, you know, something like that. And here are the landmarks that we're going that, you know, we're going to try to achieve. We're going to try and have all of the classes out by X date. We're going to try to have the level cap matched by this date. We're going to try to have X, Y, and Z quality of life, you know, the same on both clients by X date. Like those are the kinds of things that I, I, I just, I so strongly feel like we need long-term. Uh, I'm just reading it. It looks like people are generally okay with it. Um, what do you think about the Power Pass? They're going to release another Power Pass, but I don't. I think you have to buy this one for the 960. So the 960 has been given out. It it said that in Is the in, in yeah in the notes. I um, read it. I read it. It didn't say it was going to give us out. It I, says there's going to be a new one. Oh, I, I I would be shocked if they didn't give one out. Because I'm pretty sure it says like you can use this on your Glavier or another character, which made it sound like, hey, everybody's getting this. That's how I interpreted it. If it turns out that you have to buy it, that would be a huge mistake. They should just give it out for free. I mean, they gave away two power passes for Vern on the the, the launch of the game. So it's not like they can't give away a power pass. I mean, they know how to do that. That's They've done that before, essentially. This is just a couple extra items higher. Section. I have the section. It just says a... It's coming out. It doesn't say they're going to give it to us. It just oh, says interesting. There's a new, new fountain power pass that gives item 960 to your new Glavier or any other you like. But I'll be honest. It never it. even occurred to me that that wouldn't be given out for free to everybody. I don't think it's going to be. We're going to get it. I think it's going to be free to everybody. I, I, again, I could be wrong, but you know, I could be just inhaling copium. But I, <laughs> I think that's. I think it has to be. It has to be free to everybody. And if it is, let, let's assume that it's okay. If it's not given out to everybody for free, it's a huge mistake. So let's assume that it is going to be free to everybody. So everybody okay. then gets a 960 character. Is that a good thing? Yes, yes absolutely. Yes. If they're trying to get people caught up to Legion raids, and if this is a game where alts are so important, and by the way, the more I play it, the more I'm realizing that like, yeah, alts are super important in this game. Um, and if alts are important, then yes, you have to just like speed people through some of that old content because... My God, if I have to play Rohindel one more time, I'm just going to pick my computer up and throw it out the window. I'm on there with my sword. She's like five something. I'm like, I do maybe two quests a day. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Again. Yeah, dude. It, <laughs> I mean, you could spend the gold to, to, to do the knowledge transfer. Yep. But now I that can't. there's this deflation, yeah, you're like 1600 gold. Nah, I, I'll, no, I, spend, I, I'll spend an hour or two getting myself through this. <laughs> I, literally, I literally can't because it, it made me do that. Maybe do it. Right. Yeah, I guess that's true. You have to have like a certain amount of characters that you do it on before you can do the knowledge transfer too. I didn't know yeah, my paladin, and then I guess the next character you have to do it yourself. I guess yeah. that's how it worked. Okay, all right. The next thing I kind of wanted to talk about um, is is kind of a, kind of a, an interesting topic here, and that is should content be gated by item level, or should there be a su- sort of a suggested eye level? And then if you don't meet that, it's like, all right, right. well, it's going to be hard mode for you. You can get in there and mix it up, but we're not going to gate it. Just make mobs do more damage. Yeah. Just make the bosses do more damage if you're the lower ass level. Like, I totally agree. Uh, They'll let you do less damage. You do take more damage, but you can still do it if you're good. So that's just, I don't understand the item gear level. I totally agree. And I think the the reason I even brought this up is because of the whole Argos conversation with 1370 when that first got released. My feeling was just like, okay, well, I'm undergeared a little bit if I'm at, you know, 1360 or 1365. Why not just let me go in and have a handicap and still like try and do it? I mean, they allow you to do that with Argos phase two and phase three. So why not with phase one? I agree. And I think, I think and it would have prevented thing, I, the whole missing thing is this dumb. Yeah. I, it's block damage. The blocked, missing, yeah, oh. I know, I know. I know. I, I just feel like it, it might have solved a lot of the the wailed the wailing discussion and some of the frustrations that people had with that. It's like, oh, I can't even get into Argos to do it, and the whales are at like fourteen hundred plus already. 
And it's like, well, yeah, but if, if they had been able to go in and do it at 1355 or 1360 and had a handicap, like people wouldn't have complained, I feel like. They would have been like, oh, yeah, I'm not there yet, but I can still get in and give it a try. It's like maybe not do, maybe not doing the matchmaker because maybe doing only in party finder you can go in you can go in yeah. as a party like a yeah. party so absolutely matchmaker. absolutely and I think the reason that it's good is that I think you should be you can do gating for clearing but you shouldn't do gating for entering right like so if you allow those thirteen fifty fives and thirteen sixties to to at least try the content yeah they might fail miserably but at least they're getting to try and getting to experience the content and by the way learning boss mechanics you know like learning movement learning timings like things like that so that when they're geared they're like okay i've learned this fight i can go in boom i can clear it but having it be gating just the entrance man that feels bad that's why they had such a problem with like hey this game's free to play you have to pay in order to you know play the content right now and it's it's funny too because the the more I've been thinking about the whole pay to win thing, the more I'm actually kind of falling back on the I don't know that this game actually is very pay to win when you really think about it. Because over time, what does what does whaling get you it just, it outside makes, it, it of makes, it, it makes being faster? Easier. It also makes the boss easier because your item level, right? Yeah, but what I'm saying is free-to-play players and low-spend players will get there eventually, right? It's like you could, like, let's say the game comes out, and in one week, you can whale your way to 1370. And free-to-play or low-spending, you'll, you'll get there in three weeks instead of one week. Well, there's a ceiling to content at some point, right? Like, you can only get, I think currently it's 1490, you can only get to item level 1490, Right. So a whale will get there quickly, but there isn't any reason that a free to play player won't eventually get there. You know what I'm saying? It's it, like, it's, you know how content's more new when it's more fun when it's new. Brand of new. course it I, is. I think that's, that's pretty much what it is. Of course it is. No, that's, to that's totally right true. It's available. And, and they get to clear really things easier because they're yeah. paying money to be overpowered yeah. to do the content. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Okay. But what I'm saying is like, it's not as if, I mean, it was sort of in the Argos case, but I think in general, you won't have to pay money to see content and content has to be balanced around the normal user and not the whale user. Like that's, it has to be right. So like, I think if you can, if you compare it to other games, I, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I, I like, I played DFO for like a decade, right? And if you did not pay money in that game, there was no way you would see end game content. Like th there's just no way, like you, you had to have just absurd amounts of everything that costed real money in order to get yourself there. Like avatars gave, you know, stat points. So like if you weren't spending money on avatars, you didn't have, you had lower stats and couldn't potentially get into end game content. Like you had to pay money to even see everything in that game. And the, the more I think about it in this game, it's like, you really don't, it might take you an extra week or two to, to, to get there, but you'll still get there eventually. Do you, do you agree with me or do you still not see it that way? It's just like immediate access is what to new content is what I think pay to win means for this game in particular because there's no PvP right. No, <laughs> PvP I, is all tear down. But what I'm saying think, is is yes, that was the case for Argos, but I think it's gonna be for. I don't think it's the case in general, and they keep apologizing for that being the case on Argos. They're like, listen, we messed up. We thought people, you know, we didn't think this would be as much of an issue. And they say specifically, we don't want players to feel like they have to pay to access content. But what you said, you know how Vault is going to be thirteen fifteen or fourteen fifteen, and maybe like fourteen forty five. That's pretty much the whales winning again, right? Because they can do it right away, and are we will take so long to get there? Well, that's why the they pushed it back. I mean, that's the whole reason yeah. that they pushed it back. But fourteen fourteen is by everyone by May is maybe doable. I but think the so. Hard mode fourteen forty five. Yeah, oh, that's that'll... that's. Yeah, that's so crazy. We also hit it right away, and they just go into it. Yeah, and we don't know how long it'll take the rest of us. Okay, I think that's what that means. I see that. Me. I mean, I, yeah, no, I definitely see that. But I think that's that is specifically what they are trying to address. It is that exact thing of it being like we don't want that to be the case, where the only people who get to go in on day one are whales. 
such, such to the point where they'll even push releases back being like, you guys aren't ready. People aren't there yet. We'll wait until people are there so that you don't feel like you have to spend money in order to just see the content. Like maybe not for, for I don't know. just a suggestion for, for normal and hard, make it the same item level requirement, but just made one really harder and you can't do it with it unless you get really good high item level. See, I actually think that's the way to go too. I mean, if I'm honest, I don't see why you would have a different eye level for normal mode and hard mode. But not I, that, I mean, uh, uh, for for August, not like the 1370 is like an over requirement, right? Because that I think the first time I killed it, we had like nine minutes left on the clock. Yeah, Argos Argos in general was not what I had been led to believe that it was. <laughs> I thought it was kind I, of a letdown. Twenty levels earlier. Maybe the time would have been like closer, like maybe like one or two minutes left. But yeah, so then then it, why gate but, it by item level in the right. beginning? You know what I mean? Like you said, like if you feel like, oh, I can get in there and mix it up even earlier, and it'll be harder. Like I like a challenge. Let let me in there. Let me give it a try. Let me let me go try and do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay, all right. The next thing I wanted to bring up is the economy. Oh, so, man. <laughs> man, it is it is wild. Right. The beginning of this game, there's so many bots farming the welcome things and the rapport things that they were able to to just dump untold amounts of gold into the game and it made it life easier for us for later levels because see made cost gold yep and they didn't change it once with the deflation now i can't even hone because i don't have enough gold to hone you know what's wild i was thinking about if there hadn't been bots Right, so if like the economy just did not have that influx of money, how oh, yeah. how impossible right now would it be to do anything? You can't reroll gear because yeah. it costs gold. You can't uh, hone. Uh, there's other things I'm sure, and there's not just not enough gold economy yet. There, yeah. there's, there's Argus Road and then the two Arejas. That's the only thing right. they really really give us gold, and so, that's not even that much. So. Exactly. The raids are going to be how you make gold moving forward is my understanding. And the more raids they add, obviously that's more static gold being, being fed into the market. But you know, you know, it is, it is, it is interesting to think about like inflation. Inflation is actually a bad thing. If there are static gold rewards, you actually do really want to prevent inflation because Let's say an item costs 2,000 gold on week one and clearing the raid gets you 2,000 gold. Okay, great. So in, in one week, boom, there you go. You got your item. Well, if inflation happens and that raid still awards 2,000 gold, but, but you know, cost, the item now costs 10,000 gold, it's like, oh, it takes me five weeks to find this one item. It's like, okay, so if you have static gold rewards, you know, if inflation is the ultimate enemy. It just so happens, though, that this deflation is just such a bizarre place for our game to be in, where right. where we did have all this gold, and we it's like in a sense like we didn't know how good we had it, <laughs> and now all the gold's gone. And you're like, wow, man! If I had just if I had just had that money and saved it, I would just be absolutely yeah, rolling right I would, now. Right? I would have buy anything I want. Exactly. But now I'm struggling just to even hone. Cause, I, okay. So. They need to release more hard mode dungeons. The guy gives gold because right. those two arejas only. Ugh, they. I I did the math. It gives like maybe a thousand or fifteen hundred gold. Yeah. And Una's to, and Una's per week is like maybe another five, another two k maybe. Yeah, Argos phase yeah. three. So you know if if you clear all, all right. three phases of Argos, I think it awards like twenty seven hundred gold, which is like actually in this economy that's a pretty good amount of gold you put that throw throw those uh areha hard modes and an argos together and it's like that's, that's like over 3500 gold that's like one that's honing attempt <laughs> I know. Uh, it's like half of an accessory <laughs> yeah i mean but that's why people have said like like long term in this game like if you're if you see yourself playing this game for like for like years like you really do want to build out a roster of like a few alts because you can have six characters that can receive raid gold per week, right? So like that means ideally you really want to have six characters. You want to have your main and you want to have like five alts in oh, order to do so the raids every single week. That's too many dailies, too many things to do. Well, so here I was thinking I mean, about I mean, it too. Too many, too many monotonous things to do. Not just too many things to do. Too many monotonous. Do the same thing over and over and over on six different characters. It's it is. Fun. 
It is, not. and that's the reason that they added the rest system, is so that you I mean, can basically play a character every third day, um, and you get you know double the rewards on that third day. And so it's like if you have six characters, you basically play two characters a day, and then the next two the next day, and then the next two the next day, and you can just like use that rest system to to feel like you're you're getting your you know your time's worth into it. I wish they made dailies more interesting. Because, yeah, I, so I hated the so when I first started playing the game, I actually didn't do the Una's daily tasks every single day until I realized that like the Bifrost system is like absolutely the way to do it. You basically I find, you, yeah, I, silver. I, I still need, I'm still exactly. Silver. You you find, they didn't, didn't say anything about the silver, silver drought in any of this roadmap stuff. So I have heard that South Vern, the chaos dungeon in South Vern apparently gives a ton of silver and that sort of solves some of the silver problems. Since we're getting South Vern this month, Hey, maybe that becomes less of an issue. Um, but yeah, playing alts is a huge way to generate silver because you can do low paying dailies on all of the alts. So it's like, you can just funnel tons of silver that way. I mean, it's 60 K it's not, the biggest gold silver unless maker. yeah unless you're doing it on five characters every day right then that's it's like three hundred thousand silver every day that's a ton of silver so they want you to play alts they want you to play alts. yeah but all have to be in tier three to get 60k i think it's like yeah. 20k in tier two and like 5k in tier three in tier one in tier one yeah but like you do the chaos dungeon you do the una's daily task you can generate a lot of silver but you have to be playing multiple characters in order to generate a lot of that silver that's that's the thing I guess it's just I'm just not a, a that much fun of, fun of alts. I know Asman's the same. He he doesn't like alts. He likes to play his main. And yeah. I agree with him. Um, I I, like, I, get, I get attached to characters. I that's why I preach why I play video games. But. Well, that's why you have a main, right? But yeah. like I the character. I think the reason that I that I like playing alts in this game is because the characters feel so different. It's not like every character is really the same, and so all you do is like, oh look, another character where I'm doing all the same exact things. It's like. The characters are different enough that it's it's. I really really like playing a few characters, especially once they get up to like T three and they're actually interesting and can like do really cool stuff. I, I'm having fun, man. Deathblade is. I you should try Deathblade, man. It's fun. Surge is is such a great build. It's it's technical. It's difficult. It's rewarding. I think it's a really fun class. I, I think you'd like it. I like. I just, I just hate honing every every class all the way up to thirteen hundred. It's just annoying. <clears throat> yeah, the good thing is like you can do that research to like speed up the the honing. And honestly, with the event giving out like the books and stuff, like if you think, think about it, going through T two, if you've done the research, you get twenty percent extra on all of your hones. And then with the event books, that's another ten percent. So that's thirty percent on all of your hones. And then if you also are using event mats to get like the moon, whatever they're called, the moonstones or whatever, you can get another 20%. So it's like, dude, I, I think I missed yeah. like five hones to go all through T, T2 on one of my alts. Like you, you get yeah, so makes, many I, ways to do it. I would lower the uh, requirements for like the, the material requirements for alts. Yeah. I, I think that would be a good. I think there's a balance, right? Cause it's like you, you do want it to be some work. Like you can't just give out free characters at max level for everybody. You, you do have to earn I it. Mean, it's not even max level. It's just, just to get to tier three is like the end game, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the reason that they did the hundred percent honing rate in Korea in T1 and T2 is for that exact reason. It's like at some point when the game has been out long enough and there's so much content to do at the high level, it's like, you just got to speed people through it. But in a brand new game, you know, you kind of want people to play the game and to, to do the things instead of just rushing an entire roster up to max level right away. Uh, so at least that's, that's my fair. That's, that's, that's fair. I just like I said, I'm not. I, I don't like alts. Okay, what did you think about the uh, the new event, the Guardian, the three Guardian event? They don't really get to do of explaining it, but once I totally figured right. out what you have to do, yeah, it was fun. I love seeing big numbers. I love it. I think it's great. I, love it. I think it's yeah. great too. Yeah, I we needed the mats so badly. Um, it's funny too. The Nuruni Racing Gates like gives like way way more mats than this thing does, but even still, every little bit helps. 
I think it's fun. I like having all three guardian raids like on the map at the, or, or all three guardians on the map at the same time too. Like there'll be there'll be times when when the two normal ones, I guess you would call it, are in the same zone and that special yeah, yeah. one is also there and you're like, "Oh, this is crazy." Like there was one time where um I mean, I play a shadow hunter and we had just gotten the third buff. So it's like, all right, now it's time to kill. It's, it's, time, it's time to kill everything. And I happened to go demon mode and like the mobs were lined up so that I was, I was able to awaken all three of the guardians and killed all three of the guardians in one attack. And I was like, man, okay, I'm about this. This feels good, man. I think I, I did it. something like 300 ever, million damage yeah, in one attack. Yeah, yeah. You ever play a uh, league of legends? There's something called earth mode. Earth is, uh, just, no, I didn't. It just makes all your cooldowns and and mana cost non-existent. So you just smash everything. Like God mode. So the God mode. Yeah, God it's just mode. So much fun. I love rolling every two seconds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, it's it's just it's just fun. It it's fun, fun. It's fun. I I agree. I thought they did a good job. I think both events so far. I've been I've been actually really. I've been pretty impressed. Like they, they're they're more fun than I thought they'd be. The the Naruni racing and the Guardian. I was like, that's two for two as far. as from my perspective i think they're I, both good i i like the naruni race i think i wish there was more to it maybe a longer course maybe more than one lap maybe more abilities i don't know it just kind of gotten stale yeah i did it for like the first like week or two and now since you get the the tokens from doing like chaos dungeons and guardian raids it's just like if you have like two or three characters you don't even need to do the racing because you just get so many mats but I, I have like fifteen thousand of the event coins on on my character. It's like there's no reason for me to do the <laughs> the racing anymore. It's still kind of fun though, but it is fun. But it's every two hours. I wish it was every hour. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Okay. It's fine. All it right. Is, it is. It is. I think the the last thing I wanted to talk about in uh, in in today's podcast is, um, where where the hell is the public API f- f- for this oh. game? Like. You look at games like World of Warcraft and, uh, you know, Final Fantasy 14 yeah, is a little have, bit differently because they, they have the app that exposes all of the character information in the, I can't remember what it's called, the you pro- the companion app. Load- that's what it's called, the companion there's app. There's also, look it up in Lodestone, there's different... There's yeah, Lodestone, Lodestone has, yeah, right. And then WoW has the armory, so, like, you can look up all of your, you know, character information on the armory. Do, why, why don't we have that? Like, why isn't that available? Do you have it? What's that? Korea have it? Korea does. The API is public in Korea, and that's why they have a website called like Loawa, or I can't remember exactly what it's called, but you can look up like every item, every gem, every engraving, every everything about characters is publicly available. And it's it's used as sort of like a competition thing in Korea too. Like you're you're competing for like the highest gills, you know, gear score and stuff like that. It's like a it's like a uh, a thing of pride over there is like having your character be, you know, it's publicly available to see. And, and I just can't for the life of me figure out why we don't have that over here in the West. Like think of all like the fan sites and things like that. You'd be able to to build if that, if that API was public, I just, there, there is an API, but Amazon, it's a private API. They won't make it public. I, I just can't figure out why. I'm looking. I wish. Is there like a skill level you can look up? I know there's like a, like a like a Korean like top players top top score for like raids and stuff. Yeah, if you. I know they have it. I don't know what what website is that. Do you know? I I can't remember the name of it. All I know is like their armory. I think it's called like Loa Law or something like that. But there there's a there's a ton of stuff up there that you can see, and it's like the best way to to build characters too. If you want to get like an easy build. You can just go on there and like see what they're using, see what engravings they're using, what gems they're using, what skill runes they've attached to their skills. Like you can see everything. Yeah, uh, make I want to maybe make it more visible. I don't know if they could do it in game or not. That's probably just a player thing, like players community thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think one of my concerns too, actually, is is starting to be the whole um, the different data centers thing, because. Like, let's say we we got the equivalent of a WoW armory. Like, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, but I still can't play with anybody from the East Coast. It's like, yeah. that's all locked on a different data center, and I can't access that at all. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. Why is that that way? Like, you're talking about Amazon, right? Amazon, like, AWS is, like, 
is like one of the largest cloud computing um or it is the largest cloud computing service in the world why in the world would they be locked to specific regions for for servers and for characters like it makes no sense to me that that's what they decided to do on their approach for for, for these uh for these servers like you can make arguments about ping. I mean, oh yeah, the ping is lower on the West Coast if for West Coast people and East Coast for East Coast people. It's like, yeah, I mean, I guess so, but I don't think it's. I think FF, I think you uh, lose more than you gain. Is, is adding cross data center, so that's great. Well, okay. I mean, maybe that's that's a light then at the at the end of this tunnel. Maybe that means there's an avenue for that in Lost Ark eventually. Eventually, but yeah, it took a while, but. Yeah. I'm excited for that. You play with anyone in the, pretty much anyone in your region. Yeah, that's great. But yeah, uh, I would agree. I want to play with my friends in the East Coast. I picked West Coast because more of my friends are playing in the West Coast, even though I live in the East Coast. So I play with 80 ping, and it's terrible. Yeah, I play on the West Coast. I I don't even know what my ping is, but it's got to be low because I have never even run into like a blip of lag at all. So, but I mean, you can play, but you can play the game from the East Coast. Like it's playable. Playable. I mean, you're getting through raids and stuff too, so it's not oh, like yeah. it's hampering you from. It's the only thing that hampers me is PvP. It's just, yeah, I guess that's true. Then why not just like host host the data centers in like Colorado or Kansas yeah, or something? You know, just yeah, put them all true. central yeah. and just like serve the whole country. It's like you're Amazon. You you have the technology to get the absolute lowest latency possible. I mean, if fighting games like with rollback and stuff can achieve like fighting game precision from from across the country and across the globe there's in my mind there's there's just no excuse for for having people be locked to different like data centers like this it's just it seems it seems lazy to me i mean i understand too it's like a korea it's a it's a the game was made in korea where there's only one data center because korea is just not that big so maybe it's some sort of game thing is preventing it but i mean that's why you hire engineers you're amazon you have some of the best engineers in the world it's like all right get them in there in the source code figure it out build something that's really cool build some some wild proxy that sits in the middle of somewhere and i don't know to me it's not an excuse to just say like well korea didn't have it so we don't have it but that's my feeling on it i got you all right. Well, is there anything else that you uh, that you really wanted to talk about here in our uh, in our second episode? I feel like we've been very very negative. So let's talk about some things you had fun with the past few past few weeks. Some things that I've had fun with in the last few weeks. Um, as much as I'm saying that I thought Argos was too easy, um, I did think that it was really fun. Like, in fact, I thought it was really fun. Um, it's fun to, um, to sort of feel like you're playing a character, how it's intended to play, you know, like you've, you've hit, you've hit a a level where you're like, Oh, I, I'm actually using these strengths and using my character to like, it's, it's potential here and fighting a boss, like fighting an eight man, doing a raid, multiple phases. Like when you get to phase three and you're doing all three phases in a row, it feels so much better than just doing one phase and then being like, all right, guys, I guess we're done because our item level's not high enough. Like it feels pretty good to go through all three phases, and that's super fun. Um, the events, super fun. Um, I'm enjoying the alts that I'm playing. Pretty fun. Um, I still love the music in this game. I still, I, besides the songs and maybe Punica, because I'm just there so often, I, don't, yeah. I can't recognize any songs, to be perfectly honest. It's, I mean... It, yeah, I've been a little bit negative, but like I do really like this game. So like I can I can talk about how great the game is until I'm blue in the face. But if it's good, I don't need Amazon to change it. <laughs> I, I need to I need them to address the things that I'm not happy about. What about you? What have you been enjoying most about this game recently? I don't know. Um. I do like the daily uh, some of the daily islands. The PvP islands are fun. I've been trying to find pirate coins. They're like the side content is fun. I'm trying to do adventure yeah. tomes. You got Stuff like the like uh, you, you got the astray right? Are you like fully leveled I'm, up and it's, everything? It's, it's level seven and it's gated by the uh, the pirate coins you get from Yorn, which I don't want to spend the chest on because I want to get the pirates 
which you need sun coins, which are a lot of sun coins. Yeah. So I bought, I just bought bears from my ghost ship, just so I could do the pirate ship easier. It yeah, eight thousand. It was eight thousand sun coins. I'm trying to get the the stray sailor, which is fourteen thousand sun coins next. That's so many. I right? did get the uh, the the. I think the ship is called like the Iburn. I think that's what Iburn. it's called. Ghost the, 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 ghost the ghost ship. The ghost ship. Yeah, I got the ghost ship, and I got the the sailor for it, who gives you the buff when you go do ghost ships. And I did my yeah. ghost ship this week, and yeah, it was it's so easy. Yeah. It's so much better. Like it's so much more fun. You're like it running is. around. Your attack speed's super high. You're just like. It's, it's like, oh, th- th- this totally trivializes this, but I, I like that. <laughs> I can just like yeah, crush the ghost ship now. That's fun. Um, I'm still trying to farm Omnium stars from Stella, which she has had not given me. I got um, hers and Moakes. I got them both. Nice. I have Moakes. I don't have Stellas. I'm sitting there just doing that one daily over and over, the purification one. I think I, I yeah. think I'm like seven more days though from getting the Omnium I'm star. Like, I'm like ten more days from that. But then once I get that, I'll get the uh, the wealth. The wealth rune, which for a shadow hunter is like, you can't even explain like how big of a boon that is because, you know, it just gets I you did. into your devil form so fast that just like it's such a huge rune to get. I did. I got Nia's Omnium Star. I did the skip. Um, oh, nice. I got hers. I think I'm only missing Stella's and uh, the the daily. Then I'll have six. Yeah, I haven't done my uh, I haven't done my rapport with Nia. I probably should. Just to get the Omnium Star, but like I also want to do Sasha's to get the Giant Star from her or the Giant Heart oh. from her. Oh, I have I have full on affection for Stella oh, or Sasha. No, she's all the way to affection. I just need to do her quest, but it requires three hundred and thirty or three hundred. Is it three twenty of all virtues? Oh man, yeah. So I, I'm done with Sasha. I've been all the way past trusted into affection. I just need to do that quest, which I'm like. A lot of virtues away, so I, I need to do the Punica's event. I need to do Adventure's Home to do those little side quests that give you virtues. Yeah, and all the potions. So that's that's what I'm working on. Do you have any more? Do you have any Makoko seeds now? Or are you still at like forty? I have like sixty now, maybe. Sixty. <laughs> I don't. I don't go out of my way. I think I'm almost slow. at six hundred now, like which is like half. I mean, uh, if you if something you want to do, <laughs> I just I can't. I don't want to go back to everything I miss and then redo it. I'm like, no, no, thank you. Like I said, I've been doing it with the adventure tomes and it makes it so much better because you're already in that, in the, each of those zones doing the adventure tome stuff. And it's like, Oh, just grab the Makoko seeds while you're there. So that's the way I've been doing it. But uh, other than that, you know, just adventure tomes and uh, just dailies, all the islands, all the, all the islands, all the, some of the islands are fun. Chaos uh, gates, daily or boss the yeah. uh, the daily bosses, whatever those are called, the world bosses. Those are every three days, every three days or something. <clears throat> yeah, it's fun, man. I'm still enjoying the game. Like, I keep I finding why, things. I wonder why ghost ships are once a week. Well, they give a lot of rewards. <clears throat> I do think it every should be once a week per character, though. I don't think it should be once a week for your entire roster. I think that's kind of weird, actually. I, I think those are fun, but you can only do it once a week. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. But, oh, have you done PvP? Have you been PvPing at all? Oh, uh, yeah. We didn't even talk about PvP. Um, a little bit. I uh, have changed my tune a little bit. I'm actually not a huge fan of PvP in this game. <laughs> I don't. So the competitive PvP mode is Team Deathmatch, which I hate. Yeah. I, wa- I wish it was Team Elimination. I like that. Yeah. It's much better. Uh, that's why that's the only thing I don't like about the PvP right now is the competitive is tied to team deathmatch, which is not fun for me. I just I like one v one. I like fighting games. It's one v one. Yeah. So that's just that's more my style. I think I'm having fun with it, but it's still I wish it was elimination. I think there's a little too much CC in the game. Like there, oh, yeah. there are or there are yeah there are a lot of yeah. times where like you get hit once. And then you're just like, okay, I'll just take my hands off the keyboard, and my character is like flying and spinning in the air and stuff. And you're like, I, pff, I guess I'm dead. Yeah, that that well, is so frustrating. Your class death is frustrating to play against because everything has push immune or stun immune. Well, shadow, I, I play shadow hunter, oh, but no, yeah, no, no but but you are right. The death blade yeah. is so frustrating to play against in, in PvP. It is. But yeah, I've been having fun with that. I, I, the rewards are nice. Yeah. It's just I wish it wasn't just team deathmatch. That's fair. That's fair. I I don't actually know in the Korean version. Do you know if there if there is like a ranked single elimination coming at some point? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. 
hopefully that changes. Cause I, I I like the elimination. So like I said, I'm a one v one kind of guy. Yeah. Smash one v one final fox and not <laughs> final destination. No items. Uh, that's me. Nice. Yeah, I played like I played like a ton of Street Fighter like way back in the day. Oh my, yeah. My favorite fighting game of all time is a uh, Capcom vs SNK two, which was made by Capcom. Oh, yeah, CVS two. Yeah. Yeah, CVS two two thousand one Millennium Match or whatever it's called. That game is that's the ultimate fighting I, game as far as I'm concerned. I, I agree. Yeah. That's one of the best games to watch too. It's fun. All yeah. the different uh, things you can trigger systems. Yeah. You can pick three different uh, supers. That's right. That game, that game kicks yeah. so much ass. It's so yeah. fun. But yeah, that's pretty much all I got. All right, cool. Well, uh, we're pretty much at the end of our time here. So uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing left to say is um, hopefully we get kind of more consistent communication. And man, I'm just hoping that they deliver some some really, really excellent patches here in April and in May. And uh, hopefully a few surprises too. I, I, I think that would be really good to kind of just show some love. Give give us a few extra surprises that that maybe they haven't announced yet. Kind of throw some things in there. I think it'd be good for the game, good for the community, good for the relationship with the publisher too. I agree. Uh, one main thing, uh, I wish you could queue up as a team in competitive death uh, PVP. Yeah, there's actually a reason behind that. I was watching like a PVP I know you tournament. Can't, you can't win trade, or I know some people might be yeah. really good, but it's more fun to play with friends. But they don't let us do that. So a- that's apparently, too, the game really isn't balanced around two support, one DPS, and it kind of like breaks the the game a bit. And so if you can queue up two support and one DPS, you just like I my apparently you just like always win. <laughs> so, yeah. so they're like, okay, well we'll just make people solo queue. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. just a minor thing. I just I like playing competitive, but I also play with with friends. Yeah, that's so. I, listen. I agree. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. Cool. Well, uh, catch uh, Kioma over on Twitch at Koryu87. Uh, They're right above his name. If you're if you're watching uh, on YouTube, and uh, catch me uh, at Twitch over at uh, Cyrus the Great Nine Nine. Um, probably be streaming uh, a bit more, and especially when those new patches come, I'll be I'll be streaming. And uh, feel free to ask us any questions on what we've talked about, or, or just drop by and say hi. And uh, yeah, this this uh, podcast is um, yeah, it's available to to watch on YouTube, and then it's also going to be available basically anywhere you can listen to podcasts moving forward. Um, I had a hiccup with with Apple; they uh, they clowned me on. Somebody had had used my email address to sign up for an iPhone apparently a few years ago, and so I couldn't create an Apple account. And dude, it was a huge mess. But they're getting that all figured out. So soon enough, it'll be uh, it'll be available there as well. And uh, and uh, yeah, so I, that's gonna do it for episode two here. Um, yeah, again, thanks for joining me, uh, uh, Kioma. This is uh, this is really fun. No problem. Thanks for hosting, and I thank you for all all you guys watching and listening to our scrub opinions. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. uh, See you next time. See you. Bye-bye.